Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Monday, May 22nd, and yesterday the VGK stormed back late from a one-goal deficit in Game 2 to grab an overtime win and take a 2-0 series lead in the Western Conference Final over the Dallas Stars. Vegas trailed deep into the third period yesterday, and desperate for a goal, it was a misfit who came through. With 2.22 on the clock, Jonathan Marcheseau potted the tying goal off a great backhand feed from Jack Eichel and sent the two teams to overtime for the second straight game. And luckily for Vegas, they got the same result, as Chandler Stevenson scored just over one minute into the extra frame to deliver Vegas the win. Game 2 was a case of the Knights snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. And after another thriller in this series, we turn to Dan Duva and Gary Lawless to recap the action. On a Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, the heat and humidity was up. The excitement on the ice was there. Gary Lawless, the Knights take a 2-0 series lead in the Western Conference Final on the strength of overtime goals from Brett Howden in Game 1 and Chandler Stevenson in Game 2. You're left with the impression that maybe the Golden Knights stole this game. Only 10 shots through the first two periods and were trailing for much of the game. Late in the third, they tie it up and then they win it quick in overtime. And someone texted me a little while ago saying, what a win. And, you know, this is a person who's involved in hockey. And my response was, might have stole this one. And their response was, that's what good teams do. And if you look, you know, through the annals of Stanley Cup history, no one's perfect. And you need things to go your way from time to time. And they got a timely save from Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill kept the minute uh, for the, you know, the bulk of the first 40 minutes. And then didn't have a lot of work on the third, but early in overtime gets challenged. And it's a point blanker and he makes a save and um, just about a minute later, Chandler Stevenson chips it in. Vegas coming out left to right. Lose it in center. Petrangelo again. Chased by Pavelski. Petrangelo banks it behind his net. Martinez centering save. Knights had trouble with the puck behind their own goal. Pavelski creates a play, but the Stars can't finish it. And around to the near side. Lindell pitches it to the Vegas line. Johnston knocked it down. McNabb smacks it ahead into across the line. Stone to the right. Theodore shooting. Save. Rebound is loose. They score! Another win for Vegas to take a 2-0 series lead. The Flamingos are on the ice. Vegas strikes just a minute and 12 seconds into the fourth period. And a 2-0 series lead for Vegas. Vegas is big players. Mark Stone had two points, a goal and an assist. Jack Eichel, a huge assist on the, on Marcheseau's goal. Marcheseau looked to tie it. And Chandler Stevenson, who, you know, had a an uneven game, as we'll call it at that, ends up scoring the winner. Yeah, there's obviously, you know, the pace is picked up and things happen quick. And, yeah, obviously need to keep my uh, emotions a little bit more in check. Um, you know, never want to give a team with a good power play two opportunities. So, yeah, it was obviously nice to finish it off with that, I guess. You get big-time goaltending. Uh, he stops 26 of 28 Dallas Stars shots, Aiden Hill. And your big guys uh, find a way to stick the knife in. J- 
just just at the right time. They you know it took they went and banged it off the ribs for a while, and then they found a little opening and found some soft flesh, and uh, they are up to nothing over the Dallas Stars heading to Dallas. Talk about stealing a win. This is a team that has bounced back so often, and they've not had struggles that have lasted multiple games. Now you start to look at it as their struggles don't last more than a period or so. It's why in some games that they have trailed in the first period, their second periods have been so good. Well, today, for the first time in a while, their second period wasn't great. But what do you know? In the third period, they hold serve until the final couple of minutes, and then they get a goal early in overtime. In other words, they score two goals in the span of basically three and a half minutes. So they have not just bounced back game to game. It's within games. Well, Bruce Cassie has talked from day one about building and getting better and getting better. This is the best team they've played. This team's better than Winnipeg for sure, and I think they're better than Edmonton as well. And yet, they're up to nothing. They didn't do that. Vegas did not do that in the Winnipeg series. It was 1-1. They didn't do it in the Edmonton series. It was 1-1. They won the first game, and the Oilers came back, and today, the Golden Knights absorbed Dallas's response for about 55 minutes and then said, okay, we've had enough of that, and then flipped the game on its ear and tied it up with the Marshall. So 222 left in the game, I think, in the regulation. Marshall so ties it up. Curled back, now starts forward again from the center logo. Puts it on goal. Bouncer stopped by Ottinger. Suter plays it behind his goal. Left wall, Barbashev, behind for Eichley, centered, score! Marcheseau, what a pass! Eichel to Marcheseau, he ties the game! 2.22 to go in the third period. What a setup! That's a skill play. <laughs> That's as pretty as it gets, Dan. And then 138 in to overtime, they get the winner from Stevenson. So uh, all of that is... Uh, uh, speaks to what Bruce has been talking about all year and that is getting better and getting better and the, you know like again this is a team effort uh, Petrangelo led them in ice time I think he was around 24 minutes in regulation I don't know what the numbers were after overtime but like couldn't have been too much because there's only a minute and a half more of, of, of game time so uh, they continue to do it as a team you know we function that way all year different terms like no passengers right we need everyone uh, we we don't rely on two or three players or the goaltender standing his head we need a timely save we certainly got that in overtime timely goals Marcia so gets a big one for us uh, gives us a chance so there's certainly guys that we need to be drivers I'll say but they don't have to be the driver 82 times and then again and how many times in the playoffs right so Different guys can get us going, and we saw that tonight. We saw it the other night. Teddy Bluger scores a big goal. We thought would be the go-ahead goal. but So there's different people that contribute for us every night, and that's why we're uh, having success. And uh, they continue to get better. This game, you know, if they, if they had chances to finish early that they misfired on, and they took two bad penalties, I think that'll be a big focus, you know, that... that Discipline and not retaliating because you know, Colin Miller clearly has made it his mission to try and get under their skin. And uh, Mason Marchment dove a couple times, and uh, veterans Dan O'Rourke and Wes McCauley didn't bite. But again, someone else might. 
You know, so you, you, you got to be careful around that player. Don't give Mason Marshman a reason to flop. Because if you give him one, he will, and maybe he fools somebody. Don't buy into, you know, you're 2 nothing up on Colin Miller. What has he got to say to you that can really bother you? You know, the, the, the important thing is getting the next win and then trying to get the win after that. So in game one, neither side scored a special teams goal. In game two, each side gets one power play goal. You kind of figure that's a wash. There haven't been a lot of power plays in the series in either game. So at five on five, the word continues to be the Knights superior when playing at five skaters is up. Without question, and that will not change in this series. The, the Dallas defense is not built to withstand what the Golden Knights bring. And But it was interesting. We asked Riley Smith about it, and he said, it's a process. It, you have to do it shift after shift after shift, and you have to be able to use all four lines in order to get that puck down low and wear down the opposition. And they did it early in this game, and then they got away from it uh, for a while, and then they got back to it late. So, um, I, I, you know, R Bruce Cassidy... I think it's going to be very simple. His message is going to be, okay, we got them when they weren't at their best. We got them when we weren't at our best. We know if we do this, we dump the puck in and get the puck behind their D and make, their, make them defend and wear them down, we will win games. We will put ourselves in a really good position to win games. I'll say it like that. That, that, that will clearly be the message uh, from Bruce Cassidy. And you know they they have a, they're out in a place right now. You can say this: this is not getting ahead of yourself. Two more wins, and you go to the Stanley Cup final. So <laughs> find a way to be disciplined and get it done. Knights score three goals and win throughout their playoff history. The numbers are crazy good. When they score three, they win. Looked like for a while they might be held to one. The three games they have lost during these postseason games, they've scored exactly one goal. Once against the Jets in game one, and then in the two games against the Oilers. They managed to get the late goal to tie, and then obviously the overtime goal to win it. This is different than when the Knights and Stars played back in the 2020 bubble, when offense was the big struggle. The only game they won was a Robin Leonard shutout. They lost two overtime games in that series to the Stars, including the Game 5 clincher for Dallas. Pete DeBoer was there for that. He's here for this series. What can you do if you're the Dallas Stars to try to withstand this Golden Knights team that seems to find ways to win? Yeah, they're going to you know, have to find their very best effort. And I don't, it'd be interesting to see what... We haven't heard what Pete has to say about this game yet. He hasn't spoken yet at the time of this recording. So it'll be interesting to see what he says. You know, he's going to, I would imagine he's just going to say, you know, we're getting close to having our backs against the wall. It's not an elimination game, but we got to win a game. So they've got to find their very best. It's part, of, it's part of the playoff journey, the teams that go deep. Uh, find ways to win in overtime. You know, I really liked our game tonight. I thought we did a bunch of really good things, fixed a lot of things from game one. Uh, you know, I thought uh, Jack Eichel and Marcia so make a big time play there to tie it. And, you know, we respond, we, we you know, our, our, ch our, chan our chance in overtime was as good or better than theirs. You know, we just got to stick them in the net. 
He's down 0-2 in the series, but is it any less troubling knowing that they both came in overtime, that you guys yeah. were right there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, we could have won both games. Um, you know, they helped serve at home. We've got to go and do the same thing. And, you know, I, I don't think it's less troubling that we lost both games in overtime. I, I think the, the positive piece is that we played a much better game tonight. And if we play that type of game, then we got a chance to win when we go home there. On, on Vegas' second goal, what, what, do you, what do you hope to see from that play just in general from what Ryan kind of? Yeah, I'm not going to start assigning blame. You know, we played a hell of a game for tonight. And, you know, there's, there's mistakes made, and they, they cashed in. They made, they made a real good play, and Jack Eichel makes a, a world-class pass. In game one, I said to you, Vegas looks faster. But you never know, is one team not moving their feet? You know, while Dallas was going better today, Vegas is faster. That's without question. Vegas is the faster team in this series. Uh, Dallas has some guys that can really score. Vegas has, I would say this, Hinton Haskinen are, and Pavelski are A++ players. Vegas, Jack Eichel's an A++ player, and so is Petrangelo. Then Vegas has a bunch of A's. Stone, Theodore, Marcheseau, Carlson, Smith. Uh, there's a lot of guys in that. Stevenson. A lot of guys in that. In the, the, the thick of the sandwich. In the meat of the sandwich. Dallas doesn't have as many guys like that. In the regular season, Jason Robertson scored 46 goals, 109 points. But in the postseason, had only two goals prior to this series, shooting percentage around 5%. He now does have two goals in this series. But his team has managed a total of five in two games while the Knights have put up seven. In other words, after Robertson, you know, Haskinen scored his first of the postseason today. There are only so many other places that you can go to find that offensive production. The way that the Knights are defending makes it all the more difficult. I don't watch Robertson enough to say what he is or what he isn't. I can tell you in this series, he hasn't been a driver. He's been a finisher, but he hasn't been a driver. And that, you know, you look at Domi has gone really quiet. So has Sagan. Uh, Jamie Benn has gone quiet so far. Uh, you know, Dodonoff had been a big factor. So had Wyatt Johnson. Like their bottom six, their bo actually their bottom nine, hasn't done anything in this series. Uh, other than the Jamie Benn game tying yeah. goal in game one. Other than that, and that That's was a six, six on five. five with, oh, and he's out there with, with the, 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 the guys that have been drivers. And said Pavelski. What changes might Pete DeBoer make? We know that Yanni Hockenpop, who played all 82 regular season games, right-handed shot defenseman, has been unavailable for the last couple. Played 11 in the playoffs, but not in this series. Ty DeLandria played all 82 regular season games, has now played only 11 out of the 15 in the playoffs. One goal in the playoffs. Maybe he goes in or maybe change the forward combinations. There are only so many choices. We know that Jake Ottinger is going to be in goal, though. Yeah, Jake Ottinger has now played in 77 games this season and been involved in 31 of their last 36. That's a lot of hockey. 31 of their last 36. They used them almost exclusively down the stretch, and he's started every playoff game, and now they've played 15. Yeah, there you go. And Scott Wedgwood, the number two,
he has not started in the postseason, has played just over 50 minutes of relief spanning two games. We'll see what the Knights have in store for the Stars coming up in Dallas on Tuesday, where Vegas has some very good history, including the first game in franchise history, only one regulation loss at American Airlines Center in Dallas through their six seasons. Golden Knights victorious in game two in overtime. Stone, Marcheseau, and Stevenson, the Vegas goal scores in support of Aiden Hill. The Knights take a 2-0 series lead in the Western Conference Final. Great analysis of game two there by Dan and Gary. And before we leave you today, I want to share some more post-game sound that we heard after game two, starting on the Dallas side of things. Miro Haskinen and Jason Robertson, the goal scorers yesterday for the Stars, spoke on their defeat and what they need to do as the series shifts back to Dallas. Uh, no, I think we played played a lot better today today than the, than the first game. I think we, if we keep keep doing that, we have a really good chance to chance to win the team. It really doesn't matter how, how you lose it, lose five five one or overtime. But yeah, it's uh, like I said, we I think we played played a lot better today than than in the first game. And if we if we keep doing that, and uh, of course clean up some some mistakes, and I think we're we're gonna be fine. I mean, it is it is what it is. I mean, um, all you know is that there are 20 guys on that bench on the ice. Um, we were going through it as well as the coaching staff. So um, all you can really do is rally with each other whenever something happens. Um, if it's good, I mean, same thing. If it's bad, um, but you just have to keep your emotions in check and uh, stay our structured, very structured game. Can you take any solace in the fact that you guys obviously played a lot better hockey game than game one? Uh, I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, if we played, like, really bad and won, I mean, we'll take that, so. <laughs> and lastly, Jonathan Marcheseau made an interesting comment post-game comparing this year's team to the inaugural Golden Knights squad back in the 2017-18 season and shared some of the lessons that he learned from that playoff run. Yeah, th this year we have the best team we ever had, I think. Uh, but not only on paper, we just have... The way we, we play, I think that's the biggest thing. And uh, we're playing good hockey right now. But, I mean, if you guys remember the first year, no one thought we were going to win against Winnipeg in semifinals, and we won. And we thought that we, we, we hit our stride there, and we won the first game in the final, and we lose four in a row. So there's so much more work to do. Uh, I don't want to think too far ahead. I think it's one of those things that kind of slip away from us uh, that year. And... Uh, I know I know that I'm, I learned from my mistakes from that year, and you want to take it uh, one game at a time. I don't want to think too far. I'm, right now my head is in game three in Dallas, and we'll take it from there. Well, Jonathan not looking too far ahead just yet, and he is solely focused on the next step in front of the Golden Knights, which is game three of the Western Conference Final. That will take place tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific, and if you want to catch the game with a bunch of your fellow VGK faithful, there will be a watch party for Game 3 at The Lawn in downtown Summerlin. So head down and cheer on the VGK as they hit the road for the first time this series. And if you want to cheer on the Golden Knights in person, keep an eye out as holes are released for tickets to Game 5, which at the moment is if necessary. Vegas, of course, up to nothing in the series at the moment, so there is no guarantee of Game 5 just yet, but be sure to be on the lookout for those ticket holds being released if this series does indeed require a fifth game. 
That'll wrap things up for today's episode. But before we go, I'll remind you and encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. Tomorrow, Dan Duva is back with us as the Golden Knights prepare for Game 3 of the Western Conference Final. Justin Russo signing off for Episode 36 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards. MGM Rewards.